Hey folks, welcome to A Weekly Word. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and I'm glad you're with me today. Uh, we are getting ready to kick off a new season of Sunday School here at Gloria Day. Now, historically, uh, Sunday School is a big deal in Christian denominations in the United States. I think you see this in, in, uh, in Canada and, and uh, other parts of the world as well, but uh, primarily in, in Protestant denominations. Um, there's a, a neat scene in Tom Sawyer uh, by Mark Twain where he's going to Sunday school and they're memorizing and they're earning pins and all of these. And I know that that was part of my wife's childhood too, that uh, they would memorize certain parts of the scriptures and, and they would get pins and, and different rewards. And, and actually we do that here at, at Gloria Day as, as well uh, through a program we call Building Believers. Um, Historically, Sunday school has not been that big of a deal among Lutherans, though, until the re relatively recent past, the last hundred years or so. Um, when you're talking about the church, you're talking about, you know, 2,000 years, 100 years isn't very long. Um, the Lutherans tended to actually prefer home devotions for the children led by the parents. Uh, and uh, there is actually a very rich tradition uh, of devotional books that are written for children and families uh, within the Lutheran Church. And then as the children got a little bit older, they would come to the church for special catechesis uh, with the pastor to prepare for confirmation. But I, I will go on record and, and say that Sunday school can be a very good thing. And uh, what we do here for our Sunday school is that we have a regular Sunday school program for our, our children from age three all the way up through fifth grade. And this year, those children are gonna be focusing on the New Testament. It's gonna start out looking a little bit at the life and ministry of Paul. And then when we get into the Advent season, it's going to walk through the life of Jesus and, and retell the story of Jesus and everything that he's done uh, for us in order to save us from sin and death. So they're going to be spending a lot of time in the New Testament this year. And they are going to have this program where they memorize parts of Scripture and parts of the Catechism and that tradition of earning pins. And yeah, they'll get that. And there are other prizes that they can earn as well. Once our kids get into middle school, we have a program that we call 611. It's named after Ephesians 611, uh, which has put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. But 611, it's just our, our name for our confirmation program. And this year, starting out the year anyhow, Mr. Branch is going to be leading it, our director of Christian education, and he's going to start the the students off with the, uh, the Ten Commandments and going to dig into what are those things that we believe about what God has said in his law um, that convicts us of sin so that we know who know what Jesus has done for us and what he has saved us from. So it's really good and really important stuff to study. In our high school program, we do things a little bit differently. Um, in the mornings, uh, they tend to have fellowship and food. And then it's in the evening that they tend to have their, their time of study and prayer. And 
if you have uh, have kids that are in the high school uh, around here and you want them to be part of that program, you definitely want to get a hold of uh, Laura Boise and, and, and Ryan Jagger, our youth directors, and get on the team app because there's already a, a whole bunch of information out there. In fact, I believe I heard that there's a, a camp out coming up in September. So, you know, if you've got high schoolers, you might want to check that out. But I don't know if you've noticed, as I've been talking about Sunday school, I've primarily been talking about children. Um, but Sunday school really is for adults too. You know, and, and there are a couple there are a couple of things that are going through my mind when I think about Sunday school. And I, and I wanna start with the, that theme of children and move into parents because one of the things that I've learned over the years and studies have borne this out is that the primary predictor of um, children remaining connected to church and by remaining connected to church, I mean that they remain connected to Jesus and his word and the sacraments. Um, the primary predictor, whether they will stay connected to the church as they grow up, uh, it's, it's, it's mom and dad. It's mom and dad's connection to the church and their participation in the life of the church. And so when I think about that, one of the biggest investments that parents can make in their kids' future in the faith is actually to be at and participate in uh, Bible study and, and attend worship with them. I know that there is this long tradition in the United States uh, when we think about Sunday school of buses going out and gathering the kids from the neighborhoods and, and bringing them in. Um, and and that, that worked and that was great. That was a, an interesting part of our history. But more and more we're finding that the, the primary influence in children's lives really with their faith is mom and dad and a little bit disproportionately toward dad. And so it's it's really important for parents, if we're going to pass this faith on to our kids, to have these habits in our lives where we model the importance of God's word for our kids and, and for our families. Now, obviously studying God's word is not just for children, it's not just for parents. It's something that's beneficial for all of us. God works through his word. Uh, we are to know this word. We're to hide it away in our hearts and, and, and to be strengthened by it and fed by it. Uh, and we're actually to test doctrine, it says in the scriptures, to know what is true and what is good and what is right. And the only way we can do that is if we take time to study the word. In Hebrews chapter 5, uh, verses 11 through 14, uh, the writer to Hebrews says this, about this we have much to say, and it's hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word, in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. And, and that's, that's what Bible study does for us. It, it is practice to help us to distinguish good from evil because as God's word reveals what is good and what is right, what is sin, what, where we need forgiveness, 
we, we need to study to know what those things are. Now, I think it's a fair point when he says you need milk. You know, if, if you haven't been in a Bible study in a while, it might not be the most comfortable thing to just jump right in. That's okay. Um, we, we have offerings uh, for a, a variety of different levels of knowledge of, of God's Word. But I will say that I think that this is one of the biggest struggles that we have in the church today. That we don't have people who are deeply rooted and very knowledgeable of what God's Word actually says. That we don't really invest our lives in this word that the apostles Peter calls uh, the words of eternal life. And, and studying God's word is, well, it's salutary. That's, that's an old word. We don't use that one a lot. Uh, but salutary means that it's, it's health-giving, it's life-giving. And, and I want to encourage you to really consider and pray about getting involved in a Bible study, growing in God's Word, growing in your knowledge. So, yeah, we have studies for adults. There's a women's Bible study that takes place during the week. Right now I'm teaching a, a midweek study called Fit for Life. Um, there are other studies that go on throughout the, the, the week, but on Sundays in particular, th this is what we have to offer. Um, there's a very popular program on Apple TV called The Chosen. It's kind of a fictionalized uh, story of the life of Jesus. And uh, we're going to put together, we have put together a study for that. It's going to be led by Del Proudfoot. Uh, so that, that'll be a neat opportunity for people to, to dig a little bit more deeply into God's Word using this program as a, as a bridge to get into the Scriptures. Um, I am teaching a slow class through the book of Romans. I've been on it for a couple years now, um, but it's not too late to jump in. And uh, you, you may have missed the things that have come up to this point, but uh, there's still plenty that you could grab onto even now. Um, we have a special offering on September 11th. So the Sunday after this comes out, uh, on September 11th of 2022, Pastor Farouk Khan is going to be here with us. He is uh, part of a ministry that's called People of the Book Lutheran Outreach. And he's going to share with us the work that's being done to share the gospel with Muslims, Sikhs, and Hindus. Uh, and part of that will be encouraging us to think about how we share the gospel with others. So a lot of neat opportunities are out there. In the Bible, it talks about people who are disciples of Jesus. Now, there are the disciples, the 12. They're, they're kind of in a special class by themselves. But there were other people who followed Jesus, and those people were also called disciples. And that word disciple, it, it literally means a student, a follower. I find it interesting that the word Christian, the name that we would usually use to identify ourselves, is actually only in the Bible three times. The word disciple is used over 300 times. It might be good for us to think of ourselves as students of God's word. And not just, not just students of God's word, 
But God's word connects us to Jesus. It is, it is in, a, in a sense, Jesus for us. You know, in John chapter 1, it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us. It talks about him being God. And this is the way that Jesus is delivered to us, is in his word. Whether it's connected to earthly elements and the sacraments, or whether it's reading it or studying it. And so this is, this is a good thing for us to be students of, students of the word. And, and so I think that as Sunday school gets started this year, you and I have, have great opportunity to grow in faith and knowledge of the Lord by being people of the word, people who spend time with our Bibles, people who gather together with other Christians to talk about the scriptures. And uh, I hope that you'll, uh, you'll pray on that. And I hope that on September 11, uh, you'll be part of the group that gathers to think about God's word, to listen to what he has to say, whether it is uh, Pastor Khan uh, presenting about evangelism, uh, sharing the good news of God's love and forgiveness, especially with um, Muslim Sikhs and Hindus, or whether it's with the, the chosen, or whether it's actually helping to teach the word, because there's going to be adults who will be teaching children on that day. So um, keep our Sunday school program in your prayers. Good things are happening, and I hope that you will be part of it. God's blessings. Mm -hmm.